listening to the Cook and Bartender Podcast with hosts Adam and Tiny, talking everything you want to know about the hospitality industry. And now on with our show. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Cook and Bartender Podcast. Welcome back, Mr. Tiny. Hey, hey, welcome, Mr. Adam. Nice to see you. It's been a long time. You too. It has been a while. What you been up to? I went on a little vacation, so yeah, I got out of here. It wasn't as cool as your vacation, I heard, but yeah, still it was fun. I went right. hang out with my mom. You know, I haven't seen her because of the COVID. <laughs> right. So I <laughs> went and saw her. Went down to my godmother. She lives out in South Dakota, but right next to Nebraska. And we have a long, long-term family friend down here. So we went out to his farm, and he has black Angus cows, like 300 and some. Nice. So we got to see 200 and some babies running around. That was cool as hell. That is cool. And then there was a couple of bottle calves that we got to play around with. And Sweet. I've actually never seen this farm, so we were like, he gave us a little tour on some his gators and saw some baby calves. And, cool. And then his brother lives right next door, and he has a herd of 40 long longhorn, Texas longhorns. Oh, nice. And baby ones. Like, I mean, you're like, we're in Nebraska, and here's these cows that are just ginormous. Right, they do get big. There. Yeah, they have like ten foot horns. Like, do, 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 do. I'm like, man, that would hurt. That would hurt. So yeah, and then we, then I came home and busted out my camper. Cool. Got that going. Getting ready for spring and summer. Yeah, got to have a little vacation somewhere. Well, I'm glad so you then. got out for a little bit. You don't get as much off time as I do. Well, that's all right. I'm not a single man, but I heard you went to Milwaukee. I got a couple of days. I went to Milwaukee. I've never been there before, uh, even though I've been in Wisconsin for five years now. Yeah, what a cool town, though. Shout out to Milwaukee. A lot of great food, a lot of cool bars, really good service, and just a small, big city. It's the perfect size, I think. I have a lot of fun down in Milwaukee when I go down there. I really do. Maybe a little too much. I might have allegedly had too much. (laughs) (laughs) The full bunny might have come out for a night. (laughs) Did it go plaid, though? I don't think I went plaid this time. Oh, just full bunny. Ludicrous speed, I think. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) (laughs) So that was nice, yeah. And then we just got back, getting ready to reopen. That's a lot of work. That's oh, a lot of work. So you're doing the same now. I'm doing the same. Just got done. I actually had my best friend up here helping me out for a few days because some stuff you need to have too. That is that is true. Hey, we should talk about that. <laughs> talk about what goes into a, a small business and the DIY attitude that you have to have. Yeah, we should talk about that. All right, I like that topic. I know we were thinking about something else, but let's do that. All right, that sounds good. Sweet. Cool. Yeah, because if you think about it, if big hotels, I've worked in big hotels, small, oops, hey, before we get we oh, gotta, we forgot. Got the cheers. I think this is kind of a common thing. Cheers. Yeah, right. We get excited for the podcast. I know. Forget. Well, cheers. Cheers. And thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Mm-hmm. Thanks for listening. But not everybody, especially a small place like where you work and where I work, we don't have the funding to have a maintenance man around, so you got to figure out what to do. I mean, I've learned through the years how to fix dish machines, coffee makers, ice machines. Hell, I even learned how to wax floors. Yeah. Because... I didn't want to pay $700 to have my little restaurant waxed, stripped and waxed, when I can do it for less than $100 right. by myself. Yep. Of course, it takes time, but in the first time, we were like, what? How the hell? We, what? And I'm like, yeah, we can do this. Yeah. <laughs> Especially in your place, you know, you have a small diner type thing. It's yep. pretty much a one-man show, you know. Pretty much. And you have a couple of employees and servers and whatnot, but this is your baby. This you is know, my baby. You're here all the time. It's you. If something goes wrong, it's you. And if I want it, I need to have it. Yeah, and oftentimes you can't afford it to get the help. But also in a remote area with a lot of resorts and a lot of restaurants, I find it sometimes hard to get somebody out to do anything and fix anything within three or four or five days even because yep. they're so busy because all the resorts, something's breaking here and there. And all the uh, and this time of year, especially things break because you closed down for a few months, you yep. reopen. For some odd reason, the ice machine was working when you closed, and but then, now it's not. Yep. What the hell? <laughs> so you got to learn a little bit to figure it out. You know, do a few little things here, a few little things there. Okay, you go down your checklist of what you know how to do, and you're like going, well, YouTube. 
<laughs> YouTube is a lifesaver yep. in the small business and DIY YouTube. world. Yes. Gotta YouTube it. Oh my God, I find we find ourselves YouTube and everything. You know, we have a small crew, but we have, we have a decent resort. You know, we have cabins and a small motel, hotel, and the bar and grill. And we do have a, a couple maintenance guys, um, but they're just our employees. It's not we don't call the plumber, we don't you know mm-hmm. call the yep. electrician. It's it's our small crew trying to figure it out. And YouTube has been a lifesaver. I can't count how many times I've seen our maintenance guy trying to YouTube how to fix a whatever, <laughs> fix the grill or fix the plumbing problem in the middle of a rush, you know. Yep. It's kind of funny. And no, we don't, I mean, I don't know how to fix stuff. I mean, I know how through the years of 30-some years of cooking, you got to have a little bit of mechanical experience in your head to fix stuff. Right. You know, you got to have a little, okay, common sense. Is that, is that the word I'm looking for? Maybe? Uh, common sense, or yeah, just maybe learning from experience or from the years from experience, past. Yeah. yeah, or learning from someone else. But oftentimes, I mean, there's so much equipment in the kitchen. Something's going to go wrong that you have not seen, you know, yep. and it might be bigger than your common sense storage banks. <laughs> right. Or you might need a second person to help you out. Right. Phone a friend. Phone a friend. I've done that before, especially when my hoods went out. When I knew the hood turned on, you hear the flapping of the belt, and I'm like, oh, I got to change that belt. But it just was summertime, and I was like, eh, yeah, you know, wait until September. He can wait. Flap, 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 flap. And I'm like, oh, it's going to go. It's going to go. Yep. And then all of a sudden, poof, you hear this noise. You're like, oh, there it did. Right during, usually it's during a rush, too. It's always during a rush. I, it's 90% of the time. So I'm like, uh, don't take any more people. We're done for the day. Yep. Because you can't cook all the heat and smoke. And yeah. Pretty soon, the, the hoods will be popping because it's getting too hot. You're yep. like, uh-uh. It's always like 4th of July week or, you know, Labor Day weekend that something's going wrong. That's when the pipe bursts and all the bar sinks are leaking everywhere. And you have four bartenders in a small space stepping in water and full bar and everyone (laughs) needs something. And the grill's right there and the person cooking is standing in a puddle. And the maintenance guy's on his back underneath the bar sink with wrenches and pieces and parts that he took out of his shoebox that he had in the basement. No one one even knows that he's under there, but he's been under there for two hours trying to fix this plumbing plumbing problem. Just watching the bartender's feet go back and forth. And he's probably getting splashed in the face with the water. Right. From your shoes. <laughs> Where's my COVID mask now? Right. <laughs> Damn you. Plus a windshield wiper. <laughs> yep. Very true, very true. But yeah, that it does happen at the worst possible times. Yep. And that's when you need to figure it out fast. You got to figure it out. If you're in the business long enough, you'll figure it out. Pieces and parts and whatever, you'll figure it out. But still, then you also have to have like a, a stash. Of random parts. Of random pieces. parts, you know, like oh, wait, this one went down today, and we have another one over here. Let's buy two. Right, <laughs> right. Or you have pieces from twenty um, years ago, yeah. those random plumbing pieces that you have on yep. hand. You know. You're trying to think, okay, how can I make this work? Right. Yep. You oh, feel, yeah. You feel like you're on an episode of Hoarders, and you're when you go in your storage shed, but right. but at some point you're going to need this stuff now. It's kind of like a farmer. You ever seen a farmer throw anything away? I haven't. Nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> like, hey, I got one from 1955. Yeah. It should work. Yeah. And it does. You Usually. You learn how to be a little bit of a hoarder on the pieces and parts that could fail. Yep. Like a thermocoupler, they're 13, 14 bucks. Might as well buy two because it takes maybe an hour. You got to let the stove cool down and all that, but it takes about an hour to you know, change it out, but still. Yeah. At least you'll be up and running by tomorrow. And then there's a lot of little things like cleaning ice machines and cleaning tap lines and stuff where there are people you can call to do it. You know, there's guys that'll come out to you and that's what they do. They clean tap lines. Yep. One of my last jobs, I, I was, I never told the people in upper echelon what I did. I just did shit. That was my job just to do it. Get, yeah. They make things work. So every month I clean the ice machine out, learn how I do it, rip it all apart, clean it all up, put it back together, make it run. And then when I left there, they, they're like, how come the ice machine's not working? What's going on? Where's the red light here? It's not, what what, what do you do? So they call the refrigeration guy again and he's like, oh, it just needs to be cleaned. Well, how... And one of the ladies like, 
Phil always did that. that he did it every <laughs> month, you know. What? And they're like, what? He did what? Right. And you're like, yeah. And I'm like, sweet, thanks, man. But you just knew better. Yeah. You yeah. know, once a, once a month, I'm like, kind yeah. of time to clean this sucker. Yeah, we do our ice machine every two weeks and with our staff, and we do our own tap lines. and you know, uh, It you gets know. grody, the ice machines. Right? Yeah, right. The floaties. Yeah. And tap lines, too. you got to keep those clean, you know. Luckily, we have a local brewery in town, and the owner of that one kind of came and taught us how to do it when we mm-hmm. when the owners took over. And so we do it professionally, but we do it in-house. Yeah, and, it's not know, that hard. There's guys that stop by with business cards, and that's what they do, but, you know, that's 150 bucks a pop. We could do it on our own. Mm-hmm. We do that every two weeks. It's one of the, probably the cleanest tap lines in the area, because we're religious about it, but That's yeah. why I don't get sick at your place. Right. We hear from people that are, we have the best tap beer in the area, Yeah, and that's because we're on it. We have a schedule, and we have a checklist, and done. ice machine done every two weeks, and it doesn't take that long, really, to clean it. No, you just got to do 15, it when the bar 20 closed, minutes, yeah, you know. Close it right before you open. Yep. So it's easy. But it's all those little things that big money places pay someone to do, but we just have to do them. Money's not always there, especially in a seasonal business where we have a peak season and then we have a lot of downtime slow seasons. Yeah. $700 in, the, in October when there's no one in the area, that's a lot of money. When you only do $700 in three days. Exactly. Right. And you got to take out your labor and everything else. Now you're really not making shit. Yep. So, so yeah, yeah. We're, we're half hoarders. We're YouTube junkies and... A lot of common sense has to go into it. And, and then uh, a couple of curse words here and there. Yeah, a couple of bad mom jokes and curse words. <laughs> yep. <laughs> mom jokes. I remember, right, even when I had maintenance people, even in the big hotels, I worked at this huge hotel, and we did were busy all the time. And we had a dish machines. There's all kinds of, but this was a conveyor one. It has this big plastic belt on it. You put your dishes and everything in, and it runs through. It has three, con- three tanks. After a while, from all the heat from the water and the, actually the soaps and all the other shit, the plastic gets worn out, so it falls. Would fall down into one of the tanks, usually the second tank, and boom, the impeller would get stuck. So the machine wasn't working. So then you had to call the office, not the, the head office upstairs, and purser's office. I call it. I guess there's a boat. What do you want to call it? And then they would have to call the engineer, and then blah blah. Well, that could take an hour for them to even get a, get the call. And if they were working on a toilet somewhere else for a guest, well, they're not coming around to help do the kitchen right away. So I watched them and I said, "Show me how to do this." Right. Show me how to get done. So they said, "Okay." You know, drain it, drain it, blue boom, this. Put your fingers down here and make sure the machine's off. <laughs> you know, otherwise the impeller's going to... Spin this one, there's three impellers. Spin this one, spin that one, spin this one. And whichever one doesn't spin, spin it the other way. And then, sure enough, there was always a couple pieces of plastic in there. And then fill it, fill it up, good to go again. And then I'd always call it, make sure that somebody knew that to actually have to call the front desk. And then the maintenance guys would come down and like, oh, is it working? Yes, I did it. But, oh, here, you signed it. You did it. You signed it. <laughs> I'm like, right. no, I don't want my name on that. <laughs> Only a cook, damn it. Just duct tape and everything. Uh-huh. Sign this. Sign this. Thanks. <laughs> Super glue and duct tape. Yeah. Right. And just kick it. And like the fines hitting the jukebox. Yep. You got to do it because I mean, we couldn't wait. I mean, when we were pumping out, we're doing five, 600 people a night. You can't wait for that. Right. For them to show up. Yep. And they think about like, you know, I look at your, your place, you know, it's your one man band pretty much. You got... You have to learn to do all that stuff. Things go wrong in the kitchen and on the fly while you're open. But then all the other stuff that goes into just maintaining your building and uh, on top of all the, you know, food prep, cooking, ordering, cleaning, serving, stocking that you pretty much do solo and we do with a very small crew. Well, now you still have to pressure wash the building and paint the building and repair tiles when you're in your off season and just deep clean and all of that stuff that we've talked about. But that's all expensive too yeah it is so you you close down for a little bit and then you find yourself just doing Working. all that stuff yeah you know? so you really don't get a vacation for say no you may get away for a little bit you get away for a week or so but, but then you come back it. and you work yep i mean lawn care mowing lawns i mean there's a a lot of small businesses up here. It's, a, it's the seventy-year-old owner owned a little tiny resort or bar on the lake for fifty years, and he knows the ins and out of it. And then yeah, but he's, he sells he's, it. And he's still bartending, but he's mowing the lawn afterwards. He's still put in 12, 13, 14 hours just to maintain the the property. That is 
crazy. But that's guess what I do. Yeah, it is. And I'm, I can like, see I forgot to wash the windows. I got to wash the windows now too. Yeah. Think about all of the stuff you have to do just to on the daily to keep the mm-hmm. restaurant operational. No one thinks about the work that goes into the scrubbing the floors. Yeah. The bathrooms. Right. The windows. Yeah. Coffee machine. Yeah. I mean, the list is long. Roof repair, whatever you know. Getting the ice dams off in the wintertime and all yep. that stuff, you know, that's that's all in-house. I have to pay for that because I don't do ladders. No. This fat ass does not do ladders. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't mind heights. I just do not do ladders. That's in my budget. Budgetary, ladder. Ladder. That's funny. It's the one thing you do pay for. It's the one thing I pay for. I don't do ladders. <laughs> I don't blame you. But I'm fat. You ever see a fat guy on a ladder and the poor lad goes, no, the waist. Plus, it's slippery and cold out here. Yes. You know. Last thing you want to do is knock yourself out and freeze to death in the front of your cafe. <laughs> I knew a poor lady that she was going home and she was older and she fell and couldn't get up and she kind of went away. Just it was very sad. I don't know why that. Sorry. Should have, that, that might be edited out, actually. <laughs> <laughs> sorry for the sad story. Sorry folks. for the sad story. <laughs> we may edit that out. If not, rest in peace. Uh, rest in peace. But yeah, it's like a, it's a weird, if you don't know, it's a cook or the manager, the owner, whoever is, has to have many crowns. I don't do electrical work. I'm sorry. That's right. I draw the line in electrical yeah, work. Yeah, I know a lot of people that do that, and I wouldn't do it. I don't work, do electrical yeah. work, but I know some friends that will do it. I don't trust anything that can kill me that I can't see. That's right. Yeah. Or I don't understand, actually. Yeah, electricity. <laughs> I can't see you, and I don't understand I don't you, understand but you. But you can kill me. <laughs> right? I know I've been shocked many times. I actually, when I was working on the riverboat, I was standing and called the Groovy Grill because everything was electrical, and this was 443 phase. It was beautiful. It was cool because I had these one-inch stainless steel and it had grooves in it, so that's where our grill. So we grilled everything, marked it off, everything off. For some odd reason, I don't know what it was, but it, the meat came off tasting really good. Like, it was actually grilled. But I'm doing some work there, prep work for some stuff, and all of a sudden, BAM! I was like, holy shit, what the hell is that? <laughs> I saw a blue spark go right right between my legs. Oh, no. <laughs> it was blue, and it was big. And I'm like, ooh! <laughs> Thank God it was tall, otherwise it could have been <laughs> fried sausages. <laughs> yeah, so it, it shorted out. So we had to call the maintenance people that came and looked at it. And the grease got down where it wasn't supposed to be and, and shorted, uh, shorted out. Just, gotcha. But it sounded like a shotgun going off and blue flames. So I was like, Argh. scared that piss out of me. I bet it did. Go right between your legs. <laughs> That's too. one thing I did not. I, I'm like, nope, not touching it. That's when you decided I'm not messing with electricity. No. Yeah. We had an electrician on board. Fried you know, sausages on the menu. We have one serving. <laughs> <laughs> Little Smoky Joe's. <laughs> Breakfast links. Yep. <laughs> That's funny. Well, yeah, it was, it was crazy. Well, yeah, a lot of work goes into this, and it's crazy. It's a nonstop thing, and then there's enough to think about just I know there's a lot of things we're probably that, like, Just to think about to get the just to serve food. Yeah. I mean, the towel dispenser in the bathroom goes out, you know, and customers need that. you got to stop what towels. you're doing, figure that out, you know. Yep, got to get that going or something. Towels, toilet paper, hand soap. Yeah. And it's usually for me, it's always a woman. Go figure, because I don't really check the women. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Go. Well, I wonder why. <laughs> That's my waitress job. She goes in there enough. She should know it, I hope. <laughs> so, yeah, and then all the little things, too. What happens when a storm goes by and rips your siding down and part of it? Well, you kind of learn how, I learned how to do siding, so I kind of yep. put it back together best I can. And Yeah, we have wild weather up here. I, yeah. mean, I had a bear last year ripped down part of my siding. Yeah? And I wanted the bird feeder. Yeah, or maybe wanted some of your delicious food. It was the middle of the night. <laughs> I didn't put any food out for him. Nope. Nope. It was a bird feeder. A bird feeder. That bird feeder doesn't go back up this year. Yeah. I have bird feeders by my, by my house and the bear 
took them all down. Done. They're not going back up. Nope. I don't need a bear to rip down my, my siding again. Yeah. So that's just that another was... example of random things that, that can happen. A mm-hmm. bear rips off your siding. You know, not many people think about those instances where, holy shit, I have to do siding now. Yep. How do I do this? Well, I'm going to do it like this. <laughs> Yogi the bear got me. Yep. People are like, what happened to the bird feeder? I had to take it down. As there's a big bear print on the window. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the bear got it. <laughs> See that bear print? Holy <laughs> buckets. That's funny. And, I mean, it was hanging like eight feet in the air, so it must have been a pretty yeah, big bear. Pretty big bear. Nice. I'm not going to say it was big. Eight feet in the air. That's pretty, too big for me. Too big for me. Yeah. I wanna, I'd still go after and try to pet it. Here, bear, bear. <laughs> Good luck with that one. I've had some close encounters with bear in my time, and they're not not fun. Uh, so have I. I never had a bad experience. No, I came about three feet face-to-face with a grizzly. Oh, grizzly. I've only done black bears. Yeah, when I was out in Montana. Grizzlies too. are a different, whole different breed. Yeah, grizzlies used to walk into the cabins, the employee cabins at... Yeah, just push the door open, and they're, smart. they're tiny cabins. There's only one way in and one way out. They came in the restaurant a couple times. Really? Yeah, just walk right in the restaurant. Whoa. Yeah. Hey, how you doing? Yeah. I heard one story uh, from the owners years before I worked there in their early days, but a grizzly walked into the prep kitchen, and it was kind of open. You dining room could see into the prep kitchen, and a big grizzly walked in. And he just had a pan of baked potatoes wrapped in foil. So he just was chucking potatoes <laughs> and foil at the bear. Yeah. And finally it went out the door. And then it ran back in and grabbed one potato and then took off. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. That is funny. Yep. I think I would have thrown ham or something at it. Uh, I would like that. Got to be hard and metallic. Oh, well, you went from DIY to uh, animal stories episode. This is this kind of DIY. Bear out. You gotta, you know, that, All right. that is DIY. Again. It is. Yeah. I like putting insulation in your building when you... Feeling kind of chilly. I put more insulation. Yeah. Why? Why have pay somebody ten thousand dollars and you can do it yourself for a thousand? Yep. Even though it's messy and dirty, and I never want to do that again. Insulation's not fun, though. No. Nope. Yeah. So all in all, I mean, that's nonstop. Just go, go, go. Go. And every every day, it's a chair mm-hmm. might come loose. Right. Or, table leg. Table legs. You know, I feel like at least if you get if you get two days in a row where you don't have to even do a minor tweak, fix a chair leg or something, then you're lucky. Right. And it's always something. You or know. even in the computers, gotta learn how to do a little bit of computer work too. How to reboot? You know, reboot. And then like, okay, is the wiring? Is this what's? Yep. Yeah, my PO my my POS system only goes out when it's eleven at night. I'm by myself and I have a pack bar. Yep. And that's right. what I get. It's an hour to reboot and I can't do any transactions. And you're like, please, everything still be sore, stored. <laughs> right. Please be stored. <laughs> yeah, just fingers crossed. Right. And everybody, please stay until it reboots. <laughs> yep. Or the credit card machine goes on. We always had that credit card machine goes down. Oh, yep. Only in the worst times. Yep. It's always in the summertime when you have a full bar and 10 people yep. waiting. Powder out, power outages at the worst time. And I work on a lake too, so you know it starts raining and we get random storms up here. All the boats just go to the nearest bar. Yeah. So a random storm comes. It's good for us, like 30 pontoons roll in and we have a packed bar, but then that storm gets worse and now we're out of power, so we can't do anything with these people. And then the coolers are out, so we can't really open the coolers to serve much beer because they're just getting warm with everything because yep. it's the middle of July. And then you got to feed them cheese sandwiches. And, <laughs> I love a cheese sandwich. Yeah, and lukewarm beer. <laughs> Everyone's <laughs> drinking hard liquor. That works too. Yep. Then they want to pay with a credit card. Yep. Can't do so it. Can't do it. Yep. But but you always have some cash on you. Luckily, but luckily... Up here, when people are on vacation a lot, they tend to have a little bit of cash. Mm. So I do get lucky a lot of times when the, when the system goes down. And sorry, guys, I can't do credit card. But more and more, time goes on. People are using only plastic. You gotta, when you come up to the Northland, like where we live, you got to have some cash. Because not everybody takes credit cards. That's very true. Bar across the street doesn't take credit cards. Really? Mm. All right. So word of advice, coming up to the North, yeah. bring, bring some cash. Bring some cash, buddy. Yep. Because maybe my credit card machine will go down someday. Yeah. It'll be when you're there. I did actually one day. I had to call the company, and we had a lightning and power surge, and blew out my blew out the computer in the didn't blow the computer out, just destroyed all the 
information in, the, in it. So I had to reboot it, re-download it, all the software and everything. It was kind of a pain in the ass. Yep, and it takes time. It did. Because then, you know what? We're almost done, and the power went on again. <laughs> no! Stop messing with me. So I had to go wait until the power came on. Yeah, we're done for today. Let's go. Let's we're go. done. <laughs> Throw the flag. Throw the flag in. We're right. done. Toasty. Right on. Well, this, but, was, this was a good topic, though. It was. Because a lot of people don't know how DIY we really are, but we are. Well, yep. Because you got to be. Around the clock. Because while a small place like me, I'm, like, I don't have enough money to pay somebody 600 bucks to wax flooring. It takes it could be $100, I yeah. think it was, with a wax stripper. Time, materials. Materials, expensive. My time was free. Yep. But it looks nice. Got to do what you got to do. Yeah. Yeah, you maintain your place very well. I try. I'm still not done. I'm going to open up tomorrow. Ugh. Work. Work. Get it's the, an evil evil demon. Get in the way of our life. Right. Get well, in the way of our vacation. And our podcast. I want I want a summer week off in the summer, like mid July. Even never it never happened, but Yeah, good luck. You're a dreamer. I am a dreamer. Yeah, dream big. That's why I dream podcast. <laughs> I like it. I like it. An optimist. Mm-hmm. Cool. Well, everybody that's listening, hopefully you got some information uh about what it actually takes to yeah we become hoarders and DIYers and yep and we learn how to rig things MacGyver's do we need this I don't know but someday we will <laughs> I've had this part since 1986 but the, the day you throw it out this is the day you need it the next that's day. right like god damn it where's that pipe fitting <laughs> I could have used that right now <laughs> right. so right on yeah I think that was great yeah nice little topic that's right thanks for telling us if you like us or not yeah <clears throat> be sure to follow us too. Like yep. like on Spotify, Follows. Anchor, um, Wherever all the you get podcasts, us. Facebook, but also hit the follow button. That'll help us out yeah. tremendously. And we're, you know, Gmail, it'll tell you at the end of this yeah. music. We'll tell you where, where to. But to listen know. to us, yeah, we don't, I don't think we say it at the end. We um, do. Do we? I think so. Pretty uh, sure. I think it's Facebook, Instagram, and just the uh, Gmail. Yeah, but they can do Gmail. But either way, find us on yeah. Spotify, Anchor. Leave Apple us a podcast, message. Google. Maybe you want to know something. Tell us what you want to hear. Yeah, send us topics too. We we are, we're always brainstorming new ideas. If you're interested in learning anything, or you just want to have a fun episode for us to talk about, we like. To I do might that. have a story. Possibly. What's some bad mom jokes involved? Allegedly. Yes, allegedly. Cool. All right. Well, until then, until next time. I appreciate you. Tiny, good to see you, my friend. Nice seeing you, Mr. Adam. And uh, sorry, you have to cope up tomorrow. <laughs> 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 Recorded at the world headquarters of the cook and bartender with Adam and Tiny. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Like, comment, follow, spread the word. We appreciate it. Cookandbartender at gmail.com. Cookandbartender on Facebook. Or cookbartender at Instagram. Thank you.